0: Hi there! Thanks for tuning in to Make This Happen, where we discuss an idea we've been dying to see come alive. Every week, my friend Alexander Gonzalez and myself, JE, will bring you a product you never knew you needed. Now, I have teased you. Uh, last week, it is going to be Heti Potter. Uh, how how big of a Potter Potter? What what did they call
1: Potterheads? No. Potterhead.
0: That sounds I dumb. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um but I, and I don't, the, I don't know the, the Potter what the um, universe or whatever. Uh
1: I definitely took the quiz. Uh definitely got my wand. I've never been to Harry Potter World at Universal. I read all 7 of the books. I watched all of the movies. Um Yeah, man. That's that's where I'm at. I really enjoy the Harry Potter universe. Um I haven't kept up with anything after that I didn't watch the play I didn't read uh, the play either because I picked it up it's it's not very like I don't know plays aren't very fun to read to me as the books are it's not going to give me the same pleasure yeah I'm a Hufflepuff now I was a Gryffindor I think I like animals and I'm a bit more caring Mm -hmm. so is what it is how about you
0: Uh, yeah, no, I'm a big Harry Potter fan. I love the, I love the books when they were out. I, I mean... You're not like
1: a fucking Slytherin, right? I am a
0: Slytherin, actually. That's, that's exactly what I am.
1: (laughs) I feel like Slytherins are too cool.
0: Um, yeah, so I'm a Slytherin. It's either Slytherin or Ravenclaw for me. Um, Of course,
1: of course. And I don't even touch, um, I just... I get close to Slytherin, but I never go over. I can't be like that.
0: Yeah, it's funny that you say Hufflepuff because Hufflepuff's the one I don't touch. Like I could see myself as a Gryffindor,
1: maybe, um, but you just don't see the Hufflepuff people right there by the kitchen with some sweet rolls, playing their Paper Mario on their um, like beanbag chairs. I, that's how I imagine when it I, looking. When I in think
0: there. of major <laughs> characters. In the Harry Potter universe, Hufflepuff is the one I have the most trouble, like coming up with a name. Oh,
1: absolutely! You know uh, what I mean? They, yeah, it's it's very Gryffindor heavy, very yeah. Slytherin heavy. Um, what
0: is Ch- uh, Cho? Is Cho's Hufflepuff or is she Cho Ravenclaw? Chang.
1: Uh I think Cho Chang is Gryffindor too. I'm not sure. She's not
0: Gryffindor for sure. I know that because she um. I don't know why I know that for sure, but I'm pretty it's sure funny she's because, like, I
1: and it's funny that you mentioned Cho Chang because I always thought like Jenny, Jenny's cool and everything, but like I thought Cho Chang was hot, described in the books. Oh, I was saying like, here, I was like, she's this Asian wizard who's confident and good at a bunch of shit and like can flirt back and forth, but is also really nice. Yeah.
0: I thought in the book, they made her seem much, much more attractive and just cooler than they did in the movies. Um, Her accent was hard to place, but I I remember now why her accent was weird in the movie is because she's supposed to be Scottish. Um, But she is a Ravenclaw. I just looked her up real quick.
1: So I'm going to go ahead and give you some famous Hufflepuffs. Okay, go for it. Tonks. That's a big one.
0: Interesting. I wouldn't have her Cedric
1: Diggory. Who was one of the main characters in the fourth See, book? That's Goblet what. Of Fire. That's
0: why I think I knew Margaret or Margaret. <laughs> I was thinking Margaret Cho. Uh, why Chow uh, was Ravenclaw just because of cigarette Cedric Diggory.
1: And on top of that, we also have Newt's commander. and mm. basically uh-huh. anyone who really digs animals yeah. goes into Hufflepuffs. Newt, so is dragons, a good call. yeah, uh, dogs. All that good stuff. We also have um, Miss Sprout. She's a famous mm-hmm. Hufflepuff. A lot of nature-based stuff. And then Justin Fletchley. I actually don't know who that also... last one is. And then if you want to know um, famous Hufflepuffs as in celebrities, you have Ed Sheeran, Kristen Bell, Carly mm. Rae Jepsen. Mm. Uh, yeah, just, you know, wholesome Wholesome people. Yeah. Wholesome people. Um, I actually
0: like Carly Rae Jemsen's music a lot. Um,
1: it's funny. There's actually a theory. This is neither here nor there. But there's a theory, like, apparently, there's this guy on YouTube who posted a theory about Carly Rae Jepsen's music and how it follows a formula and how that oh, formula yeah. generates that hit after hit. Yeah, yeah it. Um, for someone who's not very into music theory or doesn't really, you know, I just have never studied into music. It was absolutely fascinating.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of Newt Scamander, actually, you haven't watched any of the Fantastic Beast movies either?
1: No. Um, the first one good? I
0: thought were was entertaining. The second one, not so much. I don't even remember the second one, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, but the first one I thought, Pretty entertaining. Uh, I see why people had issues with it because it's not super Harry Potter-esque, but I just like being in that universe, you know what I mean? Uh, But that's enough talking about Harry Potter. Let's get into the product we're creating today. Uh, I I told you that this is something pretty much every Harry Potter fan slash gamer has wanted to exist forever, right? And... Uh, there's been rumors that this video game does exist and it is in the works, but nothing confirmational has come out. So we are creating, uh, there's no particular direction I have with it yet, but pretty much it's an open world Hogwarts, Harry Potter RPG. That's, um. Doesn't have to be story based. It, it could also just be like a like a service-based what what is this called? Um the games I like, Destiny and those type of games. Games of service type oh, of games. Or service world,
1: MMORPG. Um, I don't think MMO would work great here. I think it would be cool if it was like, yeah, games of service. Uh I think it would be really fun to do. A slice of life game where maybe you progress through the years and then that's how you become a better wizard. Oh, that's interesting. So you start off in year one and maybe year one would be like half of that would be a tutorial where you get sorted, you get your wand, um, you pick your classes, maybe even pick um, an emphasis you would like your magic to go to, maybe even pick a background a little bit. I always enjoyed, this is a kind of a 90s thing, they don't do it anymore. I always enjoyed the quizzes that you would take and do it that route. I I think what we should do is, I don't mind the quizzes and everything because the sorting hat does that anyway. Yeah. But, I would want the quiz to be so if you answer it truthfully, you won't know what type of house you are going to get. It'll be more natural, but at the same time, if you are a fan and you want Gryffindor, or you want Slytherin, you'll know how to answer. Oh, to I was going to
0: say, there. can you just pick it if that's yeah, if you like, want like, you know, something like there is yeah, like the random. Like, you take like, what quiz. do you value?
1: You, you know, yeah. it's like what do you value? Yeah, cunning. What do you care about most? Ambition. What will you do to get there? Anything slytherin
0: and then yeah at the end you'll yeah. be like i think slytherin but then you could do the harry potter thing where it's like but i i don't really want that i kind of want to be in ravenclaw or whatever and then the sorting would be like are you sure and then you're like yeah and then be like okay whatever Slytherin would be good for you but i guess if you want ravenclaw you get ravenclaw uh yeah i like the idea of the years thing the thing about that is that means that there's going to be an end to that character that you make? You know what I mean? Because once you finish your seven uh, years, you're done. Uh, so, I think maybe
1: on the seventh year, what if we do it where you can graduate your character and start again, or you can just keep going? You can just straight up do like a, man, this is going to make me sound old because I don't think people have watched this, but like a Van Wilder thing where you just stay in school forever, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah, we could do um, something like that. But I was thinking more in terms of, The year is indefinite, like it's just one year and it just forever goes. And it would be kind of like a faction war thing where it's like Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw and Slytherin are all like earning towards the, the House Cup.
1: Yeah, let's do the House Cup. Let's do the points. And then maybe we'll have something where there will be key things that happen, but not in such a way where... You know, you're not Harry Potter, so it'll say like Sirius Black is there and there's Dementors now. So then you have to like watch out for like certain enemies. But I don't really want there to be a major like I would I would I wouldn't mind like timed. Villain events like that, you Mm, know, where certain things are attacking, but otherwise I would rather it be like doing challenges, doing house cup challenges, um, getting over spells, even going to duels and doing tournaments or playing Quidditch. That way it feels more like you're living in the school and it doesn't feel like at some point in Harry Potter, in my opinion, it felt like, why even go to school? Like this is the worst school. Like they might as well have, I know they had advanced, like defense against the dark arts, but it was almost like they should probably have active shooter drills at Hogwarts. (laughs) Because something's always going down. (laughs) Right. Um,
0: The public event thing that you just mentioned with Sirius Black coming in is an interesting twist to it. What I would say is we'd probably have to place this in a different time and place that doesn't happen during Harry Potter's time at Hogwarts. I want to make this more of like either a prequel or a sequel where... Oh,
1: that's cool. Then Yeah, we could do certain things where... Then I wouldn't say Sirius Black or any key characters, but things such as uh, maybe over the loudspeaker, Dumbledore will say, hey, you're not allowed to go into the Forbidden Forest anymore Mm -hmm. because the centaurs are fighting against the Arachnids. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe you'll have a quest pop up in your house where um, you can go and check it out with some of your friends.
0: And I want to say that you could bring in two wizards with you kind of like your strike team, quote unquote, for the raids, right? Um, Or I don't think these are the raids. These are more like public events, I want to say, where they're like small scale things you could do up to with three different or two different friends. So the three of you guys go in. So that's like the Ron, Harry, Hermione combo, right? And then you guys go in and then you take down whatever. And then you'll get respective points towards whatever houses you guys are depending on maybe what you've done during that public event, right? And That works. In terms of what you're doing on the day-to-day when a public event doesn't happen, I want to say you kind of yeah, so the game starts you get uh through the sorting hat Maybe the game even starts where you're, like, shopping for, like, equipment and doing all that stuff over at Diagon Alley and then taking the train and all that. But eventually you get sorted and you get put into your house, right? And then from there, you kind of have to choose your your major, in a sense, where at first you have to start by focusing on potion making or dueling or... um,
1: Um, So you can do so you can do potion making, you can do herbology, you can do defense against the dark arts, Um, you can focus, yeah, you can focus on um, divination, you can focus on uh, bonding with animals and maybe even becoming a familiar yourself. I forgot the name. It's not a familiar. I know what you're talking
0: about. What uh, Professor McGonagall and Sirius Black are. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: that they can absolutely... Yeah, so that they can do too, where you can transform into an animal. And if you kind of go through that route, you can do that. And I also think that the houses should have bonuses towards learning these abilities. Slytherin are naturally going to be good at defense against the dark arts, and they're going to be good at potion making. And they'll I think also be rip- good
0: at parcel mouth and like taming snakes and stuff like that, wouldn't they? Uh, maybe- it's weird
1: to say because I think it's only... Voldemort and a couple of Slytherin that were able to do that. Well, in the lore, it says
0: most parcel mouth speakers are usually Slytherins.
1: Yeah, so it's 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 like one of those where it's most parcel mounts yeah. are Slytherins, but most Slytherins aren't parcel mounts. Exactly.
0: But h- how about how about this though? I I, I I'll let you. But let's say con- you,
1: you can earn the perk. Like if you go down like far enough, yeah, you'd be able to do it, and that'd be kind of fun.
0: I'm thinking it's gonna be more in terms of so you don't get locked out, not locked out, but it makes it everything super difficult if you choose a certain house. Maybe it's more like every house is good at a specific. Type of potion making, a specific type of divination, a uh, specific type of animal mastery. You know what I mean? It's not just like Gryffindor is good at defensive. No, against well, our I'm not it's even gonna...
1: talking about like them being good. No, I like, meant, I'm just I talking meant about like, like you perks. can do you can do whatever you want, but if you're in a certain house, you're going to receive bonuses towards it.
0: That's what I mean. So though. If, yeah. yeah, So like like. I, if if you so if you
1: want to be good at potion making as a Hufflepuff, you absolutely like you can definitely do that. Yeah, but it like let's be real, Slytherins. The teacher is Snape, who is also a Slytherin who does potion making. He's available. It's in the dungeons. It's right there. Yeah, just like how Herbology, it's Miss Sprout. It's a. Uh, Hufflepuff and it's doing with nature so it's just natural that they would get a certain bonus because it's, it's much more approachable right M-
0: my thing was is just that maybe if you're a Slytherin and you're taking an herbology course right you'll be better at the poison esque plants you know what I mean that's where yeah. you'll get most of your bonuses for from in the herbal herbology class I just, whereas a Hufflepuff I just think it's get a,
1: like I think it's dangerous because I don't want fucking Hufflepuffs to be support Straight up, <laughs> like I don't, I don't want any house to be pegged where it's like, well, no, I don't want to be Hufflepuff. I want to be Slytherin and Gryffindor because they do damage.
0: Yeah, Raven but maybe
1: and Hufflepuff are support.
0: Maybe classics. specifically for Hufflepuff, they're good at like charms during the uh, the Defense of the Dark Arts, where like a Gryffindor is really good at like
1: Expelliarmus.
0: Yeah, more like. Um,
1: Direct stunning
0: attacks. attacks, and then Slytherin—I don't know what they'd be good at in terms of defensive. They, I mean, you can't just have curses, Abba, Abba and just start fucking yeah. killing people left and right. Uh, but yeah, maybe like curses, like something that like uh, petrify whatever that curse is called. Um, I think he froze for me, Alex.
1: Oh, I'll be back. I'll be back. Okay,
0: sweet. I'm good. We're we're still here. And then like I don't know, Ravenclaw could be really good at like stunning, kind of like stupefy and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um,
1: and like, I wouldn't mind there to be like, again, little bonuses. So I think Ravenclaw, maybe you can learn a dish, like you can learn spells faster or you can master spells like a little bit faster. Right. It's going to have to be like super small bonuses, but it makes it feel lived in, Exactly. you know?
0: And also make it kind of more balanced between all the houses and stuff. Where exactly. There's some things that you're better at, some things that you're not as good at, not worse at but just not as good you know Um yeah. the thing that so if we make it like the style of MMO and you could also kind of just choose what kind of course you want to take and stuff like that I want to say the very first when you choose your major quote unquote and then you kind of go through that, that's going to be like your tutorial, you know what I mean? And kind of teach you how class basic works. And maybe from there you could choose a schedule and then you could follow the schedule or whatever. Uh, but what are you building towards? Like when you learn how to make potions or when you finally learn how to use your spells, is it going to be like, there's going to be like competitions or something for yeah, each one? I think,
1: I think this is going to make you better at, certain portions in order to gain points towards the house cup Mm. so you know if you're doing if you're getting good at charms or stuns that's going to be making you better at dueling if you're getting good at potions maybe that's going to be another class where it would be like a cooking competition but it's potions if you understand so where you're going to be graded on the quality of potion that you create. And I think another one would be um, there's going to have to be Quidditch where it's going to have to be like kind of a, I think, its own little game. Yeah, I think
0: Quidditch is its own little side um, thing you could pick up. On top up. of
1: that, you you know, and depending how well you do in your classes and your lessons, it'll also contribute to points. Yeah. So that way if you're getting maybe first in the class, it'll give you the most points there.
0: How about how about like the owl and stuff like that? Should we include all that?
1: I think yeah, I think we can definitely include an owl, a cat, a dog, whatever. Oh, pe- I meant pet you want. I have. meant
0: the owl as in the the SAT that they take at the end of the oh, year. Oh,
1: O W L, yeah, owl like that. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. Where I think that's when. Maybe halfway through your build, you'll take the owl and it'll kind of let you see where your marks are. Mm. Where it, you know, like I think a normal RP, like a normal player who's used to playing video games, is going to have a natural hold of their character. But for someone who maybe really loves the Harry Potter universe and would, play this game out of the passion they have the owl would kind of serve as a benchmark for them to see where they're going so maybe we would have like results in a way of saying you've gotten really good at potions I think if you kept studying you would be able to make the love potion yeah you know stuff like that or that no the truth potion that way it's not something weird and you know oh you've become really good at talking and taming with animals if you keep going down this row in three classes, You'll be able to have to transform. So different stuff like that that I think would help. Yeah,
0: and of course we're also going to have to have hogsmead has to be there. It's just a side place you could go. Maybe it's kind of like
1: I think that'll be like a social hub.
0: Okay, what are you doing? Are you maybe you could play game mini games? Mini um,
1: games. There's different um, non-player characters around that you can interact with. You can buy. Accessories. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe different it could be ropes. like uh,
0: that's where you go for shopping and stuff like
1: that. Yeah, and you can also maybe buy snacks that enhance your learning as well. Mm-hmm. So you could like of course, butter beer served in a glass, but maybe you can have butter beer, you keep it in your inventory and then you drink it before a certain class and it would kind of give you perks We could also out.
0: make it so Hogsmeade is like the Christmas seasonal event.
1: Or that, you know yeah, what I mean? That's also true. Since it's yeah, because only it's only open snowy.
0: during for the students. It's only open during like the winter time where they could go as a, they take a couple weeks off to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, speaking of events and stuff, there's there could be cool like raid esque timed events. You know, so we could have like the Goblet of Fire as one where it's like this yeah. huge super big tournament that happens like every year in this game. Um, yeah,
1: and and going off that, you could also have Quidditch tournaments. Mm-hmm. You can have um, different things where we could even start kind of going off the script a little bit where maybe there's a Goblet of Fire event at the at Hogwarts and then maybe there's another tournament that happens at a different school yeah so then you're in a different school with all new characters and maybe you could even pick up new spells there just you know right event stuff where there's new content
0: and maybe we could also have it so in terms of Quidditch specifically if you have a full team of friends you guys could just enter as a team and there could be like ranked Quidditch matches, and then just, like, casual Quidditch matches, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm also thinking we could add, like, a bunch of, like, random side quests. Like, just small quests that give you, like, boosts to certain things. Like, let's say Hagrid needs help finding this special egg somewhere in the Forbidden Forest, right? And then you go and do that, and then you get a little bit of experience towards your animal... uh, taming skills or whatever you know what i mean like small side quests where you could talk to other characters in the universe and learn more about them while also doing something else besides just going to classes and stuff like that um i think it would be kind of cool to add like a schedule where you're following a schedule and then at nighttime you could either choose to sneak out and possibly get caught because you're not allowed to be out after dark hours or whatever or or would that be boring and kind of like bog down the experience? And obviously it's going to be accelerated time clock. It's not like you have to, if you could only play at night, you can't ever go out into school. You know what I mean?
1: I think maybe there could be a quest available okay. where you can sneak into the library and it's risk. It's like risk reward where if you happen to get into the library and read a forbidden tome, you will mm-hmm. receive, a permanent stat bonus, nothing too big, you know, like one stat bonus. But if you get caught, they're going to take away points from your house.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. And maybe if it is nighttime, if you don't want to get caught sneaking around doing anything, there could be like either mini games or side quests that you could do in the common rooms and stuff like no, that.
1: No. Yeah. So you would definitely be able to be in the common rooms and live it up. And we would have it more expansive yep. than how the movies and the, books portrayed right there would be a lot more time spent there
0: and obviously there's also like um we mentioned familiar is where you get to choose who you want to have as like a pet thing yeah um shoot there was one last thing that i think i wanted to add before moving on here uh but what do you think so far what what else uh do you want to add to
1: this so far it sounds pretty good um but I mean we'll like it will definitely have to have it will have to have a lot of people in it mm-hmm. and a lot of objects, a lot of things interacting. It's going to be a game that if you want it to look good is going to take quite a lot of resources. Only because you're thinking about ghosts moving in and out of walls, stairs moving back and forth. Uh, paintings coming alive and also people on top of people. I think it can, it doesn't have to be that bad where maybe some of the play, places of the castle will be instanced. And what I mean by that is that you'll be able to like, let's say you want to walk into the common room. Well, you're going to face a small loading screen and then you'll be in the common room, which means it's not really connected to the rest of the castle, only so you don't crash the game because every, you know, everyone's everywhere.
0: Yeah. And I also think to get to your common room, you have to do the whole thing, find your like int- special entrance and say your secret code and stuff. And then there's like a small loading screen there um or just fast travel cuz i'm sure this campus is going to be huge. Uh, i did also remember what i wanted to talk about. I did think that there should be like collectibles in this game. Uh like i'm assuming it's going to be the little chocolate frogs or like the little jelly beans. Um yeah. you could find like random objects like that around the campus and like special magical items and stuff like that too.
1: Yeah, i like that. So a couple Unique collectibles that are representative of the houses. Chocolate frogs, which are more common. And then we could even do it where there's certain challenges, like talk to every ghost. Yeah. And that maybe only some ghosts appear in certain places or during certain times. Right.
0: And last thing, um, let's just talk about big events specifically. Maybe how this game would work is there's going to be a battle pass of some sort kind of more, not like in terms of where you level up and get like things, but it's more like there's going to be incentive
1: based subscription. Okay. Like an incentive based um, content pack that you can buy on a release schedule or buy, you can buy them individually or buy a pack where they all come together. And as they get released, you can just download them.
0: Maybe we could do kind of what Destiny does. Actually, I have no idea how Destiny does it anymore, but how they used to do it, where they'll, every year they would release a new season pass and you just pay like the 40 bucks for that pass and you get a year's worth of new content that they drop like every three months or something like that, yeah. right? And how this would work is in Harry Potter, in this game, every few months there would be a new season and this season follows a giant story arc and like... It'll be like season one, There, we can make a whole story arc about the people in the forest or, or like the centaurs in the forest are fighting with arachnids and then you have to solve it and then you find out there's like a big being behind this whole thing. And in season two, that big being, I mean, I'm stealing a lot from the actual Harry Potter. It's freaking Voldemort. But that being ends up being a much bigger bad guy than you thought and then you had to deal with in season two and eventually between each season it's going to become a big epic story that is very harry potter-esque you know what i'm trying to say
1: yeah yeah like
0: a season story that builds up towards something um i guess then a subscription service wouldn't work because then if you were to buy in later when the game has already come out, I want to say like after every season, you still have access to these story content because then you wouldn't want to miss anything out. Right. In case you jumped in, in season four, you've already missed I think three seasons would, of story.
1: Yeah. There would just be a patch where you could experience those seasons, but the timed events would no longer be timed and we'd have to tweak it. For instance, you know, you enter into the first bit of game because you got in there late. You wouldn't exactly have, a house cup anymore it would just kind of go forward where you could still earn maybe you could do it where there's going to be always something for you to earn like a house cup where you can always be doing that and it refreshes every season but there's certain things where the quest would have to be changed slightly because everyone already beat voldemort but where you're at in the game it's not quite there if you get me right so when you start playing in the beginning the big bad villain is still going to be alive and well. And then when you get to the timed quest where it's like, let's do a raid, you can still kind of do a raid, but on the server in terms of the whole game, it's been done. It's not like, it's not like once you kill the big bad the first time it's gone forever. Yeah. He'll, he'll respawn and everything. But in the terms of the game, if you wanted to move on, You can move on to the second season, and then the game would assume, well, he's dead now. And you just kind of have to assume.
0: This is a really weird pricing model, and I don't think a game has ever done this before. But what if in terms of the pricing model, it could be kind of like a Patreon-esque style, where it's a premium price, you pay for a month, and then you get all our premium content and the season story missions and all that. But as soon as that month's over, all that, you have... no access to unless you pay that monthly fee again and then you get access to them all again.
1: So that's not weird at all. What you're talking about is actually one of the most common subscription setups for massively multiplayer online oh, games. interesting where um you buy the product at first, so you'll buy the base game, which comes with all kinds of content. And then if you subscribe, you'll also be getting patches which update regularly. So that would be where you get, you know, the Hogsmeade Christmas event. And you would have to pay a certain amount of money, let's say $10 a month. And that comes with server updates, maintenance. Um, your characters get saved to a cloud. You can jump to different servers. And we're we're going to have to have different servers oh, because, definitely. you know, European, you can't have Australians playing with Western Californians and you can't have Europeans playing... You know, with different people in South America, because someone's ping is going to be all over the place, which means the response time is going to be very laggy.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're pretty good here. I mean, it's it's everyone's dream. When you say Harry Potter MMO or Harry Potter RPG, everyone has their own idea of how they kind of want it to be framed.
1: Oh, yeah. People want to be a wizard and they want to experience it because the school honestly seems wonderful, except for the massive amounts of homework and no lead pencils.
0: Yeah. Uh, But pretty much all I want is, I guess, a Harry Potter MMO where you get to choose what you want to learn, do what you want to do. But every once in a while, there's like a story based timed event or raid that happens every once in a while. All right. Well. I guess Pottermore slash WB Interactive. Make this happen. Thanks for listening. If you have any suggestions or products you'd like to see us, to see talked about, feel free to write in at atpoundgames at gmail.com. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to join the At Pound family, come find us at patreon.com slash devs. Patrons receive episodes two days early, meaning make this happen. Guess your ears that much sooner. If you enjoyed our show, take a second to give us a review. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Store, and more. Catch you guys next Sunday with Alex's idea.
1: So I know I said I wanted to part from video games, but we're fucking doing Mario. Get ready for this. We're
0: fucking doing Mario. Let's get it. Let's get it.